Hi everyone, and you're very welcome to Reinventing the Next Chapter, a podcast where I speak to women who either through choice or through circumstance have had to take a step back, reevaluate their lives and make some powerful changes. I'm your host, Elaine Ryan, life, career and relationship coach. If you're feeling stuck or not where you thought you'd be in life, my hope is that these stories will give you the inspiration and more importantly, the motivation to take the first step towards reinventing your next chapter. Hello and welcome to episode one of Reinventing the Next Chapter. Today I'm joined by Kleena Nagel from CBD Company Plus 120. Kleena, it's great to have you on the podcast. Oh great, thanks for having me Elaine. You're my very first guest. Oh great. (laughs) So thanks for being here. (laughs) So firstly, do you want to just give a background, background as to who you are, what you do, a little bit about you for anybody that doesn't know? Yeah, sure. So my name is Kleena. I live in Dublin. I'm married with one four-year-old son. I'm 42 years of age. I have, in the last two years, set up my own company. It's called Plus 120 um, and it's selling organic CBD. And I like doing stuff like I like learning new things and helping people. That's that's really my two strong uh, values. And I try and guide my life by that. Great. So a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, a lifelong learner, a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So can I take you back to, say, 20 years ago when you were a teenager, you know, maybe coming up to the Leaving Cert, making life choices. What was the original vision you had for your life, if you can remember? Yeah, Um, I do remember very strongly because I had no vision. Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was very confused and lost. And yeah, I just remember being very afraid of what I was going to do, coming up to that point of choosing a college course. And you should see the stuff I had. They were all so different, each of the courses (laughs) between them all. What did you have? You know, one of them was, you know, communications in DCU. And then one of them was computers, <laughs> you know, it's like, they're all, they were so different, varied. And yeah, I really struggled at that time. I remember just really wishing that I had a really clear vision of my life. Like I want to be a doctor or I want to be a vet or, and, and I, I'm still, I'm envious of those people because I never really got to that point and people used to say, oh, just go, go what you're good at. And then, well, honestly, I was not, I didn't really excel at any one thing. I was kind of like average across the board. I remember at the time, my parents being very frustrated with me. And I remember going off and we did this like day long personality assessment and figuring out what you want and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I just remember like all this. I remember what came out of it. My parents were horrified of all this <laughs> random stuff that came out of it. It was like, I think my my their career choice suggestion for for me was to be a radio DJ. <laughs> Which I mean, that was. I wish I had done that now. That would have been great. But they were like, yeah, they they were yeah. I can I can imagine you as 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 a DJ, but it's clear from what you're saying there was. So you were very undecided and you didn't really have, I suppose, a, a way to help you 
to kind of uncover that properly and that the personality test led you didn't really give much more insight it didn't didn't really give although to be honest if I'm absolutely honest looking back now I can say actually no I did always know what I wanted to do I always I did know I wanted to do psychology but I had all these kind of like negative voices around me um not only my own like other influencers around me you know it's like oh there's no jobs in that it's really difficult to get into there's only one course you won't get enough points but really I think for my own kid it's going to be that's what you want to do we'll make it happen even if even if there's not enough courses in Ireland go to another country you know so so it was your own Self-limiting beliefs, but then also not um, only mine. It was my influence. The people are influencing me around them, and they obviously they didn't know they were doing the best that they could. It's not that I blame them or anything. Yeah, um, I think in that generation there was a kind of, you know, you needed to get a permanent pensionable job, and that was very much the focus. So it was something exactly a little bit exactly. uh, left to center, yeah. or they didn't have a clear path. That it wasn't really, um, it wasn't really ideal. But one thing I suppose that strikes me when when I said to you, what was the vision for your life? Like the first thing that you started talking about was your college course. And maybe that's because I mentioned the Leaving Cert. But so it, it seems like it was always maybe predetermined for you that you would go to third level education. Absolutely. And I really think it, you know, for my own son now, I'll be taking, I hope to be taking a step back and to be like, what is it you want to do college or something else you know it's I don't think everyone college is for everyone okay and can I just ask you as well the vision you had for your life so I suppose the the kind of key thing you're saying there is the lack of clarity or or direction on what career you want to choose but in terms of other aspects of your life and the vision that you had did so you mentioned at the start that you're now married with a four-year-old. Was that something that you envisioned that you would kind of grow up, go to college, get a job of some sort and get married and have kids? Or can you remember? Um, yeah, I think I probably, probably did assume that. As much as I'd like to think, oh no, I wasn't, I was super unconventional. But I think I probably did think that um, at the time I would get married and have kids. Um, it wasn't something I was you know, I really, really want to get married and have kids. I never really felt like that, to be honest. But I think I just maybe assumed it was going to happen at one point. Okay. So if then we look at, so that's you kind of coming up to your leaving cert and what you were trying to decide to do and what was the reality of your life, I suppose, when you got out into the world um, and kind of say in your 20s, early 30s. The reality was that I got the, you know, I did the college course that I did computers because there was loads of jobs in it and it was really well paid and a permanent pensionable job. So <laughs> I did that. And the reality was listen that to your I, parents. Yeah, I listened to my parents. Yeah. Uh, the reality was that I hated it and I was rubbish at it and um, I stayed doing the course though obviously because I couldn't drop out of college so I stayed doing that for four years <laughs> um, then I got a job in computers <laughs> um, although I didn't end up doing any of the coding I was in the business side of it so um, 
I moved to London and then got a job in um, the financial district in London and um, working as kind of like a consultant. I ended up doing consultancy for years and it was, I mean, I loved loving living in London and had great fun in that, but as a consultant, you the way it works is that basically your company charge you out at like an extortionate price and then you get paid a tiny yeah. amount of that. So but I put so much pressure on myself at the time. You know, I literally every morning I would get up and think about, oh my God, this company's paying all this money for me today. So I would, you know, get out and I'd be, you know, trying to work all the hours and making sure it was productive and making sure it was good enough and you know, I put all the stress and pressure. Yeah, yeah, I put it was a pressurized job, but it was I, I have to say I think a lot of that pressure was coming from me. And it's funny now looking back that you can see like I spent all my time and energy going, Am I good enough for you? Am I good enough for you? And I never actually took the time to back to step back and say, Oh my God, is this what I want? You know, am I is am I happy? Is this job good enough for me? I suppose is the, the flip Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure I know you said you were uh, you're you're probably doing your just a disservice about how how good you were at the job and you know uh, and you also said earlier average at everything in, in school and stuff. I'm I'm sure you're you're playing down all your talents just to to comment on that, Kleena, and uh, give yourself uh, some compliments <laughs> and recognize your ability. But uh, so anyway, what what you're saying there is you were there was a, it was you weren't you didn't enjoy the job and it was highly pressurized. I don't think I even asked myself did I enjoy my job. I was too busy trying yeah. to get them to like me and you know promote me and make me feel worthy. You know, so okay. And did you ever get there? Did that ever happen? No, no, it never happened. No, I stayed working for, for twenty years. It never happened. And I continued to do that in 20 years. <laughs> and did you, so if you were saying you never stopped really to think about whether you were happy, were were you sort of on a, a treadmill as such of, of this kind of cycle of, of being busy and working and feeling under pressure and not feeling good enough, I suppose? Yeah, so I think I was so busy on the treadmill that I never really stopped to listen and ask myself what it is that I wanted um, until my body and mind started telling me that this is not what I wanted. So I started to, you know, I, th- I think I started getting depressed. And I started getting like I was unhealthy and depressed. And then eventually I was forced to listen um, because my body was telling me. Can you remember one pivotal moment that, that made you stop and, and think, think things need to change? Um, was, yeah, I mean... Over the 20 years, I mean, yeah, there was there was a point I ended up in counselling and therapy and there was a point where I was just, I was like depressed. And then I was so busy trying to change me to fit into work life that, that I was in counselling trying to, to see how do I better, how do I better uh, get some stress coping mechanisms and how do I better change myself so I can fit into work. And then there was one moment where the uh, therapist I, I, I went to said, uh, she just said, well, what about if you don't change? And what about if, you know, office life isn't for you, but this corporate life isn't for you and there's nothing wrong with you. And this is just isn't for you. That was my 
you know, mind blowing moment where I was like, I'd never thought about it that way. That maybe, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's them. (laughs) Great. So that was like an aha moment. That question was kind of very powerful for her to ask. Yeah. And I suppose, was that the point that you kind of said, right, I need to make a change? And how did you go about it? And how did you start? At that moment in my life, I did actually make a change. And what I did was I actually quit my job. Um, And I realized that is, I was in a very luxurious position to be married and have been able to rely on my husband at the time. A lot of people are not in that position. So but I quit my job and it was so funny because uh, as soon as I did that, I stopped being depressed. Literally the day I did that, I felt better. Um, and I remember talking to the therapist about it and she was like, I don't think you were depressed. I think it was situational depression, okay. which I'd never even heard about before. Like working in a high stress corporate job is a situation that makes me depressed. Okay. <laughs> so as soon as I did that, I felt better. And to be honest, I did then. I, it's not like I had back to being, I was back to being my 18 year old self, floundering about going, what am I going to do now? <laughs> and there was, there was still no clear path for me. So I, I tried lots of different things. Um, I tried this time to try and tune into a little bit about how I was feeling each time. So you're actually missing your most important values, which is to have a meaningful life to make a difference, to get to the end of your life, look back and say, no, I'm, I'm glad I did everything I, I, I wanted to. I eventually, I tried lots of different things and I eventually set up um, CBD, which is not something I'd ever even heard of before or had intended to leave my job, set up this company. I basically, um, I basically tried it. I, was, I, I do have a lot of sleeping problems. Um, I still do. And I tried it, got into it and it helped me. And then I um, I love research and learning new things. Did a lot of research uh, behind it. And it just the more research I did, the more fascinating I, I found it. And that's, it, it was really interesting what you said there about your your values being the guiding point that, that got you there. And was was that as a result of the therapy and coaching that you did at the time or you know you seem very very clear on on those values and, and that being kind of how you wanted to design your life based on those values yeah t- definitely definitely the therapy the coaching I, I do a lot of I try and do a lot of work on myself and read a lot of stuff like that so yeah yeah and now I try and make it decisions are so hard to make and I try and guide my decisions based on meaningful, make a difference. And then other stuff that, uh, that is important to me, like flexibility um, yeah. and freedom is really, there. some of those are some of the other things that are really important to me. And in terms of then stumbling upon the CPD business as such, it was never your intention, but you kind of fell into it and then really believe in it and are really strong into the, the kind of research side of it and how it can help people was that as a result of you starting to use it as a product yourself? Yeah, yeah. I started to use it my, as a product myself for sleep. And um, uh, what happened then was that I, since having a baby, my uh, chronic back pain since um, having a baby, and I noticed all of a sudden that my back wasn't as bad. 
And I, all my research, whatever, figured out that it was actually the CBD that was helping my back. Wow. How I was doing that was reducing the inflammation. So CBD is a powerful anti-inflammatory, which we're not allowed to say online or talk about when you're selling direct to customers. But it is, and there's a lot of research behind it. Podcast here, don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so so it's yeah, you were started taking it initially for sleep, and then discovered this other kind of secondary benefit of it. Yeah, and it's and it's amazing. And then I I kind of figured out, you know, there's a there's a gap in the market between people. There's a lot of CBD on the market. A lot of it's crap and some of it's excellent. And people, without doing the research, you actually don't know what you're buying. So I set up a place where people could go that they could trust the CBD they're buying because I'm going to do all the research behind it. I mean, I take it myself for sleep as a fellow insomniac and I have taken it as well, taken the drops in the past for for stress. So I think, um, I mean, I think it's just one of those things that not that many people know about, but it is becoming more and more uh, widespread. I think the pandemic probably tuned a lot of people into it for, you know, people talking about CBD for anxiety and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. So I suppose this is the new path that, that you're currently on. What have been the best bits along the way in the last couple of years? The best bits is, um, I think, allowing me to be myself. So really helping people, talking to customers, finding out what's wrong, suggesting products and then hearing back from them, um, yeah. how it's helping them. That, that's been amazing. And then also actually just going from a corporate environment to working for myself has actually been amazing. The freedom, the flexibility, the yeah. uh, not having Sunday night fear anymore. Um, so yes. Yeah, on a Monday morning then. Um, or a Sunday night how, like what's the feeling now compared to the past it's it's actually great I don't I just generally feel quite happy all the time now it's not all roses don't get me wrong but at the moment I like my life I like what I'm doing but I will say up front I have taken a massive pay cut it's not working for yourself and selling products online is not that not as lucrative as working in like a tech job so, um, so it's been a lot of, it ha- it's been a lot of changes that I've personally needed to make, you know, I've had to cut back from our nice holidays and nice clothes and stuff like that. But the most important thing to me is, you know, enjoying my life. I think at the expense, I'm not able to do all these fancy things anymore, but I enjoy my day to day life. So. Yeah. So it's the sacrifices for the benefits that you're, the overall benefits yeah. that you're getting. And I think that's an important point to mention because I'm conscious on the podcast not to present a sort of fairy tale. You know, you make a change or you leave a job and you do something new and, and you, you know, you go sailing off into the sunset and everything is wonderful because that's not the reality. I mean, it's it's good that you that you brought that up. And so the challenge is obviously the the as you mentioned, the the salary, um, but you've got a lot more flexibility and enjoy what you what you do, you can be authentic and, and, and more yourself. Have there been any other challenges that you'd like to mention in terms of, you know, setting up a business? Probably my biggest challenge, to be absolutely honest, is the same thing that I had in work kind of follow me around to setting up a new business, which is possibly not believing myself and mindset challenges. And I guess I love what I'm doing, but I do still 
you know, it's it's difficult as an entrepreneur to you you come up with so many daily challenges to keep on that self belief, yeah, and keep on that journey. And so, yeah, mindset is a massive thing for entrepreneurs, I think. And have you, despite that challenge, have has it given you more confidence in a way, or it's given me more confidence? Yeah, absolutely. I think just being yourself more um, and allowing, you know, every single day, I'm not, I'm not trying to hide who I really am or disguise the fact I'm stressed at work. I just am who I am right now, um, which is much poorer, but <laughs> happier. Yeah, well, disguise yourself and work. I mean, there is a, a lot of talk. Um, everybody on social media is always talking about, you know, not hiding and uh, using your voice and speaking up and speaking your truth and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that's obviously a thing that's very common for a lot of people that they feel that they're hiding in their in their day to day lives, um, which is quite sad when you think about it. Yeah. Um, and it's great that you found an outlet that allows you not to have to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, yeah, it's what I'm not, I wouldn't go back to being the person that I was before, so. The the new and improved version, <laughs> where the version of you that was always there, but just wasn't allowed to be seen because of, of the environment that you're in. Yeah, or I didn't let myself be seen enough, so, yeah. I suppose... Everyone I'm I'm going to have on this podcast will have taken a number of detours along the way to get to where they are. Um, and you've you have mentioned a lot of yours. And so this is definitely the case for you. But when you look back now, so you're the owner of the of the CBD company plus one twenty, you're your mom, you have a much more flexible job, you have all the benefits that 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 you've spoken about. But how do you feel when you look back? I suppose, at the, the years where things weren't going right and you weren't happy, like, are you are you grateful for the detours that you've had along the way or would you have liked a more direct route to get you to where you are now? I took it, uh, yeah, am I grateful? Uh, I, I know I should be grateful but, and I should be appreciative of the detour. I wish I had a direct route, if I'm going to be completely honest. I wish I had, you know, a... 20 year career behind me at the stage and something I, I was passionate about but I spent 20 years doing something that didn't really suit me and I am grateful because it pushed me to understand myself a lot more and to take as you know Elaine I've taken like a million psychology courses and yeah stuff so um I'm I'm grateful that it's pushed me to do that yeah and I understand myself more. And I think possibly if I didn't have such, if I had that sex, that direct route, I wouldn't have had the need, I suppose, to do that. Yeah. So grateful for the lessons, maybe not necessarily <laughs> the experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And um, what, what's in store for you then, Kleena, for, for the next chapter? What is in store for me? I don't know. I... I have now, I'm trying to accept that I'm going to be that this kind of person that just figure things out as they go. I'm not going to be a person that has one career. I think I'm going to have, do lots of different things, try lots of different things. As long as I'm keeping to my values, I think that's okay. You're very capable, as as I know, um, even though 
Um, you weren't necessarily selling yourself earlier in the podcast. I think you're a lot more capable than than you give yourself credit for. So you can, oh, thank you can you. definitely definitely put your hand to anything that that you try. Um, so you're still trying to figure out what the next step is. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to continue plus 120, um, but I, I also have a few other ideas. I'm not wedded to a single ideas now. I, I think I'm going to try lots of different things. And yeah, what, yeah, one thing I'm considering now is going, going back and doing another course, which you believe so. <laughs> um, but that's okay, I think. To, it's my love of learning. And so as long as I'm learning, trying new things. Yeah. I, I should just be, yeah, ex- accepting that I'm, that I'm not going to be a one career pony. Yeah, well, I mean, the acceptance is, is a great thing as well. And just one other thing that struck me there, just the fact that you have so many ideas. There, there's obviously a real creative streak in you. You know, you know the fact that you came up with the business idea for Plus 120, um, the fact that you're interested in so many different things, you know, um, that's not necessarily something that you know, everybody has, there's a lot of people that like order, like structure, don't want to, you know, consider how to do things in a, in a new or innovative way, you know, that, that type of life wouldn't suit them. So would you describe yourself as a creative person? It's funny. It's, it's one of those things that always um, triggered me before because I worked in a creative industry while always like doubting my creativity. So, <laughs> um <laughs> Now I, I realize that, yes, I am. My just creativity might be slightly different than someone who's really good at drawing. Um, my creativity is more around ideas and thinking. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of different types of creativity. Because uh, I see that all the time in coaching people, kind of, so many people say I'm not creative, but the word creative mean like, you know, it's just to create, like to make, to build. That can be in so many different forms. It's just coming up with any idea of some sort. It doesn't have to be in any way like artistic or um, I think so many people have, it's a, as you said, it's kind of a trigger for for you, the word. The, the word. But I think if we're open to what it, it that it yeah. has different interpretations, there's mm-hmm. so many people that are more creative than they give themselves credit for. So um, we are nearly at the end. What advice would you give to anyone who's at that point where they know they're unhappy, they may not necessarily know why or what to do next, but they know they need to make some sort of a change? Um, what what would your advice to them be? Um, my advice would be, my advice would be, well, not to big you up here, but to get some coaching. Once you figure out your values, get some coaching and figure out your values, and that will give you a good, a good indication of what decision you need to make or the, you know, the path, a good path for you. That will really help you. But also decisions are really hard. Even looking back now of me plus 120 and setting it up, it's like I've learned so, mu- so many things since setting it up. Whereas I think we tend to just overanalyze what we're going to do and how it's going to work out. And it's completely worked out completely different than how I expected it to. I've learned so many different things. So if you can make the change, I think make the change and figure it out afterwards. Because <laughs> yeah. it might, might be the right one, but you'll learn your lessons along the way. I think the learning comes after you make the decision. 
yeah you may not necessarily know the how it's just the what you're trying yeah. to go after and and the point of it not having a fantasy also about it as well that you know exactly. that it's going to be easiest you know there's it's not going to be a perfect life but it, it'll hopefully be a better life um because it will be more in line with your values as you said exactly um, exactly and finally where can people find you you can get uh, the best CBD in Europe at plus120.com. Um, and I'm also starting a, a TikTok uh, course and teaching people how to choose good CBD. Um, and that's at the CBD Academy. Okay. And you're on Insta as? I'm on Instagram as well, plus120 underscore. Great. Yeah. Okay, brilliant, Kleena. Thanks so much brilliant. for coming Thanks on. a million, Elaine. Really enjoyed chatting to you. Hopefully your story will uh, motivate and inspire other people. And great to have you on as the first guest. Thanks a million. Good thanks, luck. Bye. Thanks to my lovely guest today. And thanks to those of you that listened. If you like this episode, please share or tell a friend. I'll be back next time to talk to another amazing lady who has reinvented her next chapter.